0: Welcome to the Power Mom Minute. I'm your host, Stephanie Uchima Carney, and I'm a modern day business mama who believes you can have it all. This podcast is all about going behind the scenes of the lives and businesses of successful moms in business in order to uncover the daily rituals, life lessons, real life tactics, and favorite tools that you as a mom can use to apply to your daily life and business. It is my mission to educate, empower, and inspire moms like yourself to build your dream business while having the freedom and flexibility to enjoy life to the fullest. Power Moms, it's time to rule the world. Now let's get started. I just wanted to take a minute and thank everyone for all the support, comments on iTunes, and feedback. Hearing comments like, Stephanie, I was in a bit of a funk today, and listening in the car on my way home was uplifting. Or this podcast was the perfect reality check for me today when I needed the connection to another working mom that understands that the struggle is real, but just couldn't find the time or energy to connect live. After listening today, I feel a little lighter, energized, and ready to make a plan to address my current state of affairs both at work and at home. These are the comments that are keeping me going and providing valuable content for all you working mamas out there. I'm here to support you, so if you wanna reach out to me directly, you can always find me at powermomminute.com. Now, welcome to episode six of the Power Mom Minute. I know in episode three, I talked a lot about self-care, But I wanted to preface that comment by stating that although I believe that self-care, productivity, and time management are all great things to focus on, I strongly believe it won't solve anything unless you own your personal priorities and you figure yourself out. What does this mean? That you know your identity unless you truly spend the time to understand what motivates you why you do what you do, and what you wanna accomplish in this world, all of those catchphrases will only get you so far. So let me tell you a little story. When I was first pregnant about five years ago, everyone told me, enjoy this time with your husband, go out with your friends, get as much work done, et cetera. As faux pas that sounds, I really didn't think my life would change that much after having a baby. In fact, I thought having a baby would be way more fun minus the sleep deprivation. I assumed that all the qualities and most of the things that I did pre-baby would translate over and that I would be able to do it all. Well, for the most part, having kids is one of the best things and decisions I've ever made in my life. And every day is a new adventure. What I didn't realize or believe that would change the most was a true understanding of who I was and my own identity. See, when I was in my 20s, I thought I was a pretty confident woman, sometimes too sure of what I wanted to the point that I made sure I did everything and pushed everyone out of my way to make sure I got it. In a sense, I let my quote, masculine side take over quite often. But once I became a mom, Things started to shift and I started to question my decisions, what I wanted, who I was, why I was even here. And when I look back, I know I'm definitely not the same Stephanie as I was the day before I had my first kid. And actually, I'm not even the same Stephanie I was after having my first kid. Honestly, I think that the person I am today is better, stronger, and will only keep improving. But here's the big realization I had to go through that took me a good 18 months of motherhood to finally embrace. After my son turned one and the newborn haze started to lift, I began to see the light of day. But when I looked in the mirror, I saw a completely different person, a person that was completely stuck. At my core, I believed I was still that ambitious go getter who could do anything. But yet, I was also this mom struggling with mommy guilt, not knowing where I stood in the world, torn between this life as a stay-at-home mom versus a working mom, and just always exhausted trying to maintain all of my pre-baby life and activities. The relationships, the activities, the commitments, everything seemed to pile up. My past goals and aspirations to become this badass real estate developer and run a multi-million dollar real estate portfolio just didn't resonate with me anymore. And I had zero desire to go back to eight to six full-time corporate job again, where I was either traveling all the time or stuck in an office under fluorescent lights behind a computer doing work that I wasn't excited about. Yet I knew for me personally, I wouldn't be fulfilled as a stay-at-home mom either. Now, no offense to any of the stay-at-home moms out there. I respect you completely. But I knew for me personally, it wasn't something that I could embrace or do. I was just stuck in this limbo of career versus motherhood, and I was completely paralyzed. There was this point when my son turned 18 months that I will never forget. It was December and the holidays were coming up. I had officially left my full-time job, and I was just laying there in bed at 10 a.m. with my PJs still on, smelling like stale breast milk, still randomly looking at jobs online like for marketing or PO roles at Snapchat or JustFab because, I don't know, it seemed sexy at the time and I wanted to be, you know, young and hip. Well, my kid was at the park with my nanny. And then suddenly I just broke down crying and I really couldn't stop. I didn't know why, but the tears were just coming. As I sat there, I realized that I had zero motivation I was fully depressed without an idea on where I wanted to go next. I was always that person who had a plan. I knew I wanted to go to grad school. I knew I wanted to do certain things. And for the first time, I literally didn't know what I wanted anymore. I didn't know who I was anymore. All I knew is that this wasn't me, whoever that was supposed to be. I literally could not recognize myself. I was a shell of a human, but I knew deep down that something had to change. Through my tears, that's when I decided that the next year, which would be 2017, I needed to start focusing on myself. As selfish as it sounded in my head at the time, deep down, I knew that that was what was going to be the best for everyone. I needed to figure out what I wanted, what I needed, and who I was. That Christmas, my husband and I had a long chat, and we agreed that a yoga retreat or a getaway to clear my mind and refocus on what I needed was exactly what I needed. What he didn't realize was that a quick trip to Ojai was not in the cards and that I would end up buying a ticket flying to Maui for six days to attend a retreat called Feminine Mastery. Trust me, I was 0% percent woo woo. had never done a minute of meditation, and I didn't even know what coaching meant at the time. I was not into divine anything, and so for me to jump on an opportunity like this seemed way out of character. I pretty much picked it because it was at a luxury wellness resort that I had been dying to go to, you know, one of the ones on Oprah's favorite list, that said we could do yoga, we would get a massage, and we would eat healthy. Plus, it was in my happy place, Maui. So without really even caring about the programming, I threw down my credit card and signed up. And literally three weeks later, I was on a plane to Maui in January of 2017. As fate would have it, it was exactly what I needed in that moment. It was my personal reset button. Well, I'd love to say I emerged like some beautiful butterfly as an inspired mom ready to take on the world. It really didn't go that way. And instead, I came home to my nanny having an unexpected stroke and leaving me with zero childcare, and still not really sure of what the future was going to hold. However, what it did do for me was it kickstarted my journey and exploration into coaching, self-awareness, wellness, and uncovering my true why. I realized that for me, my biggest motivation at the time and my why that was pushing me forward was that I wanted to be seen. I wanted to be recognized and I wanted to have ownership over something that was truly my own. I wanted an identity that was outside of just being a mom. Now, here's the thing. We hear the same advice. Focus on self-care. Don't have mommy guilt find your mommy tribe, et cetera, and you can easily embrace your new identity and motherhood. Easy to say, but in my opinion, that's just like putting Band-Aids on a bigger problem, which takes more than catchphrases to fix. Mm -hmm. See, at the root of the problem is really uncovering who you are in this new chapter of your life and in that moment, and also how you can evolve into this more awesome you. I believe you don't have to be defined as just one thing. You don't have to be just a mom, a career woman, a CEO, a wife, a quote, insert your title here. Instead, if you expand your beliefs on who you are and embrace the concept that you can have multiple selves and identities, you can evolve into something bigger and better. My mentor, Todd Herman, wrote the book called The Alter Ego Effect, which I believe you should all go out and get. You can download it on Audible or you can just go on Amazon and buy it, but you should read it. It teaches you how to use your alter ego to achieve peak performance depending on the situation or what he likes to say, the field of play. Well, we don't all need to be Wonder Woman while you're doing laundry, unless that's what makes you feel powerful while folding clothes, the idea of owning multiple identities can be translated and used in everyday life. For example, for me, when I need to show up on stage or in front of an audience, I channel my inner Taylor Swift, a confident but goofy, poised but positive, and energetic female. But when I'm at home, I like to embody Joanna Gaines and be this super great mom that's great at home decor, cooking, and balancing many kids. You know, I'm still Stephanie, and none of this is faking it. Instead, it's showing up as the best version of that self while embodying qualities I want to have for each of those identities. Does that make sense? Okay. So, how do you uncover your new identity in motherhood? It's not going to happen overnight. But had I focused on the right steps sooner, it wouldn't have taken me over four years to emerge as this shiny new Stephanie 3.0, is what I like to call it. So, there are three main things and categories that I like to call my focus map, mindset, action, and people. I believe that these three categories are extremely important to focus on when you're trying to define and uncover who this new identity is. So to start, don't feel like you have to do everything. Like I say, in all of my episodes, do what works for you and discard the rest. And again, it's all about taking baby steps. So please pick one of the categories and maybe one of the methods just to start and see how it goes. The first category is mindset. I've spent about the same money in coaching as I did in one year of business school. And to be honest, that money I spent on myself and developing my self-awareness, developing my just overall view of who I am was the best money I could ever spend. So part of that working on my mindset was to embrace a positive mindset. So what does this mean? I know it might sound a little woo woo, but there's nothing woo about the chemical reactions in your brain that causes you to feel happy. So the first thing I want you to do is to try and embrace this positive mindset. You can one, write in a gratitude journal or just every day thank the world, the universe for something that you have and something that you want to have as if it already happened. That feeling of having gratitude and thankfulness for all that is around you really helps shift into that positive, more abundant mindset. The next thing is I like to embrace an expansion into multiple selves believing that you could be more than one thing. This just makes your mindset even bigger and expands. The next thing about embracing a positive mindset is to celebrate all the good that happens and all the wins. A little different than gratitude, but every little thing that happens, say even your kid peed in the potty for the first time, that's a win. Say you booked a client that you have been wanting to get, that's a win. Always celebrate the good and the wins instead of drowning yourself in all the things that are going wrong. Just by focusing on one or two positive things a day can really help to improve and strengthen your mindset. The next thing under mindset is to explore mindfulness. I've said this before, but meditation is honestly the one thing that I do for myself daily, and it has helped me develop better habits even with just five minutes per day I'm way more grounded, I'm way more self-aware, and honestly, I am way more present in everything that I do. Now, I know a lot of times it's really hard to meditate. However, just trying, trying something new, and it doesn't have to be meditation. So I like to focus on how my body feels every day, and I listen to that. So when I say mindfulness, think of it as something in the present that you can think of that you need to make yourself feel better. So for example, I know that one day I'll wake up and I'm super energized. So that's when I put all my effort into say like recording this podcast or getting work done. But say at 2 PM, my body is just destroyed and I'm exhausted. I allow myself to rest. Now that doesn't mean taking a nap because I know with two kids running around, it's not like I can just run off and take a nap, but It means that I respect that, and I'm not going to push myself during that time. Obviously, this sounds like the perfect, you know, thing that you can do, but adapt and make it work for you. The second main category is take intentional action. Always take action. In 2009, my word of the year was to simplify. And through everything I've been doing, I've been trying to focus on simplifying whether it's been on activities, whether it's been on priorities, because by focusing on simplifying and eliminating, I've been able to prioritize what actions I need to accomplish my goals. It's also allowed me to create more space for my family, for my friends, for other things that really fill me up, which all feed into having a positive mindset. The other thing under action is to focus on micro steps. So we all have these big lofty goals, but if you focus on the individual little steps that get you one step closer to getting there, you are going to one, take more action, and two, again, it will filter back to your mindset and you will just have more confidence because you'll be taking one baby step at a time and it's all about putting one foot in front of the other. The third thing under intentional action is to have an active mind and body. So similar to mindfulness, having an active mind means to focus on learning something new every day. Expanding my brain has literally allowed me to discover and uncover new passions that I thought I'd never be interested in. For example, astrology. Yeah, I got real woo-woo, but to be honest, something about understanding how the universe works and when you were born and all of that is just really intriguing to me. So I've been doing a lot of reading about it. And also I've been doing a lot of personality profiling and human archetypes and just the willingness to keep my mind active by learning something new and reading new books, whether it's listening on Audible, has really helped me grow as a person and really understand what I'm interested in and having an active body, so movement. I started doing prenatal yoga because I am 22 weeks pregnant, and I've been really trying to move my body. That's why I have a Fitbit, so that I can see how many steps I'm doing every day and to make sure that I am just not stagnant. Because what I realize is when my mind and body are completely stagnant, I get stuck. And that's what happened back in December of 2016, when I was laying in that bed is I was completely stagnant because I wasn't keeping my mind and body active. The last category to help you focus and define and find your new identity is people. So surrounding yourself with different people, whether that is fostering your current relationships, building new relationships, or getting out of your comfort zone and getting out into the world, into real life events like networking events or mommy groups or whatever that is, people are super important in really helping you build out who you are today. I will go more into relationships in the next episode, but I just wanted to put that as my third category of something that I think is really important. So again, pick one of these ways that you can start. It's all about baby steps. So whether it's mindset, action, or people, pick one of those. And I guarantee that if you focus in on one of those, you will start to really define and reclaim who this new identity is. So by doing all of this, some of the results that I've seen for me personally is that I'm back to being confident, focused, and intentional in my life and business decisions. Plus, I don't really have mommy guilt anymore because I know what I'm spending my time, energy, and money on are intentional actions that are aligned with my goals and priorities. And I'm not just wasting time. I mean, for example, I was gone for the last 10 days away from my kids because I had to work, plus I went to a conference. Because for me, I knew that decision I had to make to be away for 10 days was gonna be important right now in my business, especially since I know that I'm not gonna be traveling too much in the future since I'm pregnant. The next result that I saw was it created more space in my life for other things. I was able to say no more, but yet also to say yes to more opportunities. It gave me that space of being able to rest, It gave me the space for creativity. It gave me the space to explore who I really was. The third thing is that I believe I am way more efficient in everything now. And while I'm not the most organized when it comes to clutter, I am really organized in my business functions, scheduling, and just staying on top of everything. I think that for me, I learned to cut out what was being inefficient and focus on creating systems and ways to become more efficient in everything else. The fourth result that I've seen is that I actually don't yell at my kids as often or get frustrated by everything. I used to be super negative. I used to complain a lot, and while I still do, I try, or at least I recognize, and I am self-aware when I'm doing it. And yes, I do still slip and yell at my kids occasionally and or maybe once or twice a day, but I am less stressed and overwhelmed in other parts of my life, which allows me to be a more patient and present mom. And lastly, the biggest benefit is I know who I am in this moment, although you might want to ask me again after baby number three comes, but for the time being, I am confident and aware of who I am in this moment. Now, I know this all sounds magical and it won't happen overnight, but it's all about making intentional choices and taking action and then being okay with those choices that you're making. Because again, as I've said before, if you are not 100% you, then no one else is getting the best of you. So thank you so much. Next week, I'm going to dive into relationships because I know that is a crazy theme that seems to always come up when talking to moms and working moms. So until next week, I will see you later. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Power Mom Minute podcast. Your support means the absolute world to me. You can find the show notes for the episode and other goodies over at powermomminute.com. And if you enjoyed this episode or have gotten value from the podcast, I'd be so grateful if you could head on over to iTunes and leave us a rating and review so that we can reach and empower more moms all over the world together. Each week, I'll be reading some of those reviews on air. So stay tuned and you might just hear yours. Thank you so much again, beautiful mamas, and I'll see you here next time.